advantageous to us, but how it also like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, how me? I trust and believe. I feel you. Okay, so um, yeah, kind of crack into it. So what up? We're that. uh, I got I got my boys out here. We're currently on a drive to Los Angeles, and we're just we're just sitting here like talking. And we're talking about kind of where we are in life right now, like what's going on in our own individual situations. And because we are in this weird little place, we just want to kind of talk from that. So we're just kind of preface this podcast is really just going to be about relationships kind of in the 21st century and how like where we're at in our journey, what we are going through, what we noted, what we've noticed within dating, like from his perspective and from mine, because we have about, I think, about a 10 year difference between each other. <laughs> yeah. So. Our perspectives are totally different on the way that we fucking see things because of the age gap. So and experience. I mean, yeah, you, used to, you were a promoter for years. And yeah, years, and that's yeah. like a whole different echelon yeah. of dating. It's hard to date yeah. as a fucking promoter. It's Into like Wales, almost unrealistic. But you know what's crazy? Even even if I was not a promoter, dating would still be hard. Because here's what's interesting. Oh yeah. As a promoter. <laughs> When you're not a promoter trying to date, it's hard because nobody fucks with you. <laughs> like, nobody wants to fucking date you, right? But then, when you were organizing events, everybody wants to fucking date you. And everybody wants... No, no. Actually, everybody wants to fuck you. Nobody wants to date you. They want to fuck you. You're fun, but nobody wants to date you. Then, right, you, you say you get out of that lifestyle. You're not promoting anymore, but you still have a lifestyle that has a lot of women in it. And now... You've got to be very, very thoughtful and mindful of what, how you come across. Because certain things that you put out there make you come off as a dude who's just someone that a girl would have fun with and not someone that a girl would date. So there's certain things you do that can literally disqualify you in a girl's mind as someone who she'd look at dating. And you got to remember that the, 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 when you're the guy that she's thinking about dating, she's actually thinking about withholding sex from you. If a girl likes you enough... She's trying to withhold sex Girls. because she doesn't want you to think she's that type of girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if she thinks you're the fun guy, she'll fuck you quick. But if she oh, thinks yeah. you're the guy who like is like, you know, going to be the dude you that she'll marry or be good with her mom, she's not giving it up. South and freeway south. Because now like it's negotiating power. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the same thing. Whenever I've wanted a girl to date me, I withhold sex. I don't give it Take to the exit, huh. then keep left to merge onto I six oh five. Because I know that if I can, like, if I give her the dick, that's what she wanted. Keep left. So to then there's nothing else to work for. South. So the more that I can make her work for it before I have sex, the more leverage I actually hold on to. Because the name of the game, the, the name of the game of, with getting a relationship is making someone fall in love with you. Like that's the whole point. You're trying to get them into that phase and into that headspace. So they need to see you as that type of person. Can't, you cannot give off short-term, short-term buying signs and then wonder why the person won't date you. You give off short-term buying signs. That means you don't have well, nearly enough comfort. And that's that's why a lot of guys in um, particularly like the pickup community have such a hard time trying to transition to like dating. It's because like their whole persona is based off of something that will laid quickly because that's what yeah. these guys think is like <laughs> social skills is <laughs> like being able to have a five minute pull yeah. um, but the, 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 the things that, that get you a five minute pull are not the same things that make you the type of man that a woman wants to spend like long term time with you know um, so the two are almost diametrically opposed and yeah. they get you different things in point, yeah. so uh, Take exit I think in a lot of Los guys Angeles. like developments when they're first when they're like really young and wet behind the ears they kind of just want to get their numbers up and they want to 
see if they can do things. Yeah. See what their power level is, and uh, and a lot of them get stuck there, and uh, they have issues kind of leveling up and getting into like adult relationships because they just don't emit those signals. Well, here's what's funny too. It's very hard to know what a really good relationship looks like if you've never seen one. So, like, if you yeah. come from a broken home, it's hard to get into a relationship because literally, you're like most people, if they come from a household where the parents are still together but the father has like affairs, then the son takes the father's relationship pattern, which is get in a relationship and still cheat. Or when yeah. he sees that the mom is like crying all the time and she's got a disdain for the dad, his whole thought is relationships mean pain. Don't get into it. Yeah. So then he just fucks around all the time and never really commits. So it's really Use interesting right looking at someone's home life is going to show you what they're going to have a little bit more of a predisposition to be like. Like what their parents, what you see their parents do <laughs> well, it's a is lot, a pretty good yeah. idea of how their relationship style is going to be. A lot of girls, the way that they date is really based off, well, I'd say the majority home. of girls. Well, it's not, yeah, it's not just what they say at home, but like the way that their father treated them. Yep. You know, so well, the way their father treated their mom, certain, not them. The yeah, their mom, but even them, right even them. Uh, I think, I think that, ha- that has some effect on it, you know, um. But, you know, you notice, you notice certain girls who, like, Los tend to have the more, I guess, uh, that approach to dating where they kind of need you to ignore them a bit and they need to, like, chase you. Those girls kind of, like, have fathers that a lot of times weren't entirely present. Um, they could have been gone for long periods of time or yeah. they could have, uh, been a little extreme towards miles, them or something. That's what, that's what, the left, that is California, what is uh, familiar to them. Because it's crazy. They think that shit's, they, but they, in their mind, they think that type of relationship is normal. So then when they start dating a man, What's the that? guy who's around all the time is not interesting because that's what's familiar to him. The guy, what's familiar yeah, yeah, to him yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. From familiarity is really what a lot of these women are looking for without really realizing it. Um, I mean, so think like, about how, how abnormal that is. What? Like, when you really like somebody, you don't want to be distant from them, be gone from them. That's not normal. That's uh, abnormal. Yeah, yeah I'm not, not really a fan of it. But. And that's what I'm saying. So, like, what, here's what I'm saying. They think that an ab, they think that something abnormal is normal. Yeah. So then, in order, realistically, they're going, oh, he loves me. He's just busy all the time. No. He doesn't like you. He's actually fucking around on probably with somebody else. That's why he's so gone. Yeah. Or he knows that you don't like attention a lot. <laughs> so he, So then he so then you're not even really the girlfriend. You're really just yeah. some side piece. Yeah, possibly. Most likely. No, I'm I'm I, I can literally say this like if there's a if I don't if I if I don't want to see a girl, it has everything to do with I just don't want to see her. Mm-hmm. I don't like her that much. Yeah. Because I can think about my... I thought about my player days. My player days, I didn't want to see girls that much because I literally was like, I wanted somebody new. But the girl that I liked, I would allow her to see me more. Yeah. The girl that I was like, oh, the sex is really good. She's a really cool chick. She would see me once a week. Then it went from once a week to two or three times a week. Then it'd be, oh, she's, she's just stopping by. Yeah. Because think about it, when you're first having sex, is you're trying to figure each other, you're trying to figure each other out. She doesn't want to be too needy because you just said you're going to keep it casual. So she's trying to keep it casual. Mm. Then as you guys keep fucking, she now is starting to, she's probably catching feelings for you. Mm. Especially with the way I was living my lifestyle. The girls felt like she was at a position of, oh, fuck, I better chase this dude or I'm going to lose him. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm fucking you, but you already knew I was a promoter so that you knew I had other girls around me that I was probably fucking. 
So then she want, didn't want to be around too much. But the more we kept having sex, because no one knows when you have sex, oxytocin is released. You start to bond. Like, every time you have sex, oxytocin is released. Well, and there's a, there's a study I saw a long time ago. I'm not sure the specifics of, specifics of it, but it was basically kind of um, backing the idea that every time you have sex with a person that you kind of leave a part of yourself with Oh, them. yeah. It oh, was yeah. like they, they, they found, like, the DNA of different men, like the cervix of a woman or something like oh, yeah. that, you know? Um, it actually starts to, when you have sex, it builds you up in that woman's um, neural pathways in her mind. Yeah. So you become like a real thing, like a real uh, tangible like tree or piece of real estate in her head. Yeah. I mean, that's why a lot of girls, if you have sex with them... Uh, they start catching feelings. It's not even just that they start catching feelings. They just like, you can have sex with them once and, and they're, they're, they still talk to you for a long time yep. without you having to really do a lot. Yep. Um, just and you're still always kind of like... Cool. Yeah, because in, in in their mind they're like, well, there's all, there's there's all these there's these thousands of guys who've tried to hit it in my life, and he was one of the ones that did. That did. I mean, like women can't be having like that much sex. Like they can like they have the option to, but like you know that society kind of wants them to be more selective. You know, so yep. the average girl and the average girl like even if she's had a lot of sex, she'll lie to you about how she much. She will always lie about her numbers. Yeah. Always, I had yet to have a girl ever tell me the truth about her numbers. They usually, I think, uh, a lot of girls will just kind of tell you where you're the same place that you're at, unless they've had less. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but you know, you know, you know. I'll say this: there's certain personality types that lend themselves to not having nearly as much sex. Yeah, like more neurotic, introverted more neurotic, types. Yeah, more neurotic, yeah. introverted type girls. You're not going to see them having nearly as much sex. The girls yeah. that tend to be more on the psychotic scale. They're, good, they're a little bit more prone to have... I'm not saying they're hugely prone, but they're a lot more prone to having a lot more sex, to having a lot more sexual partners. Yeah. You know? And here's, people think girls that are extroverted actually have a lot of sex. No, they don't. Girl, like actual extroverts, because their whole thing is their social status, their social value. Yeah. They don't have nearly as much sex. They don't even have that many sexual partners. They're usually not even that good in bed. Huh. The psychotics usually are, are decent in bed because they've had... Way too. They've been oversexed. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Double sexed. Yeah. Maybe even quadruple sexed. Neurotics are not gonna. Neurotics don't want to have sex with that many people. Like neurotics lend them. I, this is one thing I learned from my mentor Peter. Well, because neurotics kind of like they they feel too much emotionally from having sex with people, or they don't feel anything at all, which makes them feel bad too. Like I I I consider myself to be like a little more neurotic than yeah. a lot of men. You know. Because neuroticism is that like, that clingy side kind of comes in. Yeah, it's the truth. Yeah, you, you then, want security. Um, you want security, but you also want connection with someone. You want to have like the connection, like, security. Feel, it's, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. No, no, because no, literally, no, same like, thing. I'm not. I'm not it's, I was just joking. It's one hundred percent the same. But, but um, but um, what I was saying is, is like so neurotic people, they tend to feel negative emotion more than other people. And, oh yeah, and. Like more, more vividly than other people, or more often than other people, they're like more likely to. And so, there's a lot of things associated with sex, not just negative emotion, but like there's a lot of emotions associated with sex. And so, for a neurotic person, having a lot of sex can kind of drain them, you know, emotionally. If like, because for me, like, I don't like, I don't like having a lot of casual sex with girls I don't have like an emotional connection to at all. Yeah. Like, um, you know, even girls that I'm like just kind of sleeping with, like. 
they're they're kind of my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're usually my friends. Like it's not. They're your friends first before. You yeah, sex yeah, exactly. I I just I I can't really humor having sex with girls just because they have a pussy. Like, but I, that's me. I have homies yeah. who like will just hit up Tinder and um, swipe, swipe, and swipe, 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 swipe. Yeah. just like say some dirty shit to a girl, find the first girl who's down. Like, and just fuck. I have friends like that, and like, there's nothing wrong with being that type of guy. If you're that type of guy, if, you know, do you? But personally, for me, that's not really fulfilling. Especially just because, like, you're you're a lot, lot like me, Jay. Like, you have very specific standards about what you want in women, and like, yeah. anything less than that kind of just like doesn't do it for you at all. Um, and that's that's a, a byproduct of us having had like uh, good social skills growing up, and like you know, good social circles, and um, an abundance of opportunity, more likely, and abu- more of an abundance of opportunity than other men. Majority. Yeah. The more, um, the more. I'll say this. The more, the like. It also comes down to life experience because, because of the fact that I've been doing what I have been doing for so long, it does get very, very, very repetitive. Like I am in my place. I am in another place in my life where it's not repetitive again. It seems like oh, going out and hitting the field actually is really, really fun, and that's just because of the fact that I'm. Well, recently single so I'm like oh this is fucking this is fun yeah let me go back it's novel again it's novel again because it wasn't fucking novel now I'm like oh this is dope like but then I'm gonna go through like I'm probably gonna go through a period of a year where I'm not gonna want a relationship if that goes to two years that means I'm probably gonna be I'm probably still not really fully recovered so then I'm just like I don't want I don't have any emotion to give at all yeah when you uh I would say when you get out of a breakup that like you're bitter about yeah it can take it takes, think, it takes I think it takes about yeah. a year to two and a half years to yeah. really fully be like an emotionally like developed person again it, I'm, not, I'm not saying it, it has to but I'm saying it can for yeah. particularly neurotic people like I know for me for instance like when I was like going through this certain thing when I was uh, when I was like going to, to music school um, I kind of just set myself up for a situation. Like, it was something that was more in my head than anything. Like, I made something out to be Use more than it was. But I was, yeah. But, What were we just talking about? Shit, even I got fucking lost. That's funny. <laughs> Damn. We were talking about... Exit left. I have no idea. GPS just fucks your whole headspace up. What are we talking about? Gosh darn it! I know. So basically, the whole the whole gist of it was was dating in the 21st century, and our the whole premise of this in the first place was we have just we have noticed we have noticed that dating is dating to dating today is is very very difficult and it's very hard. Oh no, no, I was talking about. Um, okay, there we go. We were talking about. Uh, being like emotionally centered enough in your own energy again, like after dating, like there was a time trying like, to recuperate. Yeah, there was a time where, um, like I said, like while I was in, uh, like while I was in music school, I was dealing with something, and then the next girl that I kind of started talking to for a while, I was just like not in a place emotionally where like my trauma. <laughs> the time I don't even know about trauma, but like my. Uh, just like my sadness would seep over and I would just like 
was vocal about it in a way that like she didn't want to fucking hear about (laughs) you know what I'm saying like these women are not your therapists and like it had nothing to do with her and it made her feel you know saying like it made her feel probably less than her I don't know what what, all the type of shit that happens when you're dating someone who's not over someone else you know and uh because you're thinking the whole time that it's about you that they can't give you more and it's not about you it's about the person that came before you like when you're if you're dating someone who is not over the person you literally are a stepping stone person to make that person feel better to effectively build their confidence back up and then they're going to move on to somebody else they're not going to go after you i can tell you that from being in that situation i've I've been in that situation i've put women in that situation he never goes after you you it's not gonna happen like you need to let that person go or keep it for what it is because then so then that way it causes you not to be hurt but you investing in that person they're still not available it just makes way more sense to effectively let that person go and find somebody else who is willing ready and looking for you than to date the person who you are a as, as I like to so fam say you a stepping stone nigga like you you are a placeholder and sometimes sometimes like in my situation like the next girl that I was talking to after the last that, that other situation she was great she was awesome like would have very much have liked to date have dated her for, for for longer but I emotionally wasn't was 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 giving off the signals that like like I would have liked to have made something happen but I wasn't ready like like yeah. like emotionally she could tell like it wasn't that i wouldn't make the commitment is that it was that she's like he's still fucked up <laughs> like, yeah like like yeah. she i didn't have to like make the, the judgment on that like i would have loved to have dated her but she made the judgment like yeah you know it was just easier for her not to deal with it you know so yeah i don't think enough people Stay enough people three like enough people don't really don't really think through what they want like people most people like this they're like i think i want this then they go they go and they start trying to figure out if that's really it and then in the middle of doing it they're like oh shit that's not what i want this is why i tell people like it's it even even what, what i'm learning with when you start qualifying women trying to see or trying to and basically you're trying to filter and identify is she what i want most people if you know you may know what you want right she might she may not know what she wants so even with you yeah. qualifying she may have this vague idea of what she wants so with it what ends up happening is that you have to date her in this place of being in limbo where you don't know where the fuck she's going to go on the spectrum she might she might feel like this right now i don't want to date anybody serious right she may say that that shit changes where now she wants it because what happens is she overinvests in you so now she wants you because she's overinvested. She didn't want a relationship. She didn't think she wanted what she overinvested. Now she wants one. Mm-hmm. And then if you were in a place of you really weren't looking for something at all, you were dead serious. Now she's changed, right? People go, why can't it stay that way? Because in order for it to stay consistently that way, someone has to people have the motion to keep themselves in check to know, okay, this is what we said. We're not going to, yeah. and that usually only comes with age. Well, and. Um when you're young, you you have this yeah, you have this yeah. infantile belief that I'm gonna change it, and it's like no, 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 no. 
And as you get older, you start realizing this motherfucker ain't going to change. Yeah. So you start just either settling into like your allotment of what you're going to get with that person or you just move the fuck on. This is why when you're older, older people, we tend to look at young people like they're a little dumb and all over the place. And it's because they are. And what I mean by dumb is... They're wide-eyed about everything. They're, they're not dumb. Sorry, they're ignorant. Naive. They're naive as naive. fuck. They're really, really naive, and they you know, really don't understand you, exactly at all about who they are, what they're about, where they're going. They, 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 they got a vague idea that it's all going to just work out. You know trauma, a lot of times comes... Most of the time comes from a position of naivety. Yeah. Your trauma happens because you are naive, and someone can see this wide look in your eyes, and yep. they're like, I'm going to fucking exploit you. <laughs> and they, they do They do yeah. Manipulative people do that shit yeah. Like Especially manipulative Manipulative women That like You know Have just been doing it Since they were young Maybe girls with like Borderline personality disorder Or something like that Um So yeah <laughs> That's how that is Like Every time Every time it's When I think about like My, my own dating experience This is This is This is why When I've wanted a serious relationship I've When I've When I've and this is where with the past two years I, I've really fucked up. When you want a serious relationship, you don't date somebody young. Ever. Huh. Ever. If you have a serious relationship with someone who was young, that is not a serious relationship. Because there's a lot of shit you're letting slide. There's a lot of shit you're letting slide in order to make it work. Because mm-hmm. young, like an eight from 18 to 24. They have no idea of what a real relationship is like. None. They're too self-involved and self-absorbed at that age. Well, and you, you don't, like... All right, so when you're when you're in, like, relationships between, like, middle school to, like, high school... Dude, middle, those middle, real dude, rela- dude like, middle school, I'm going to say, probably until even you graduate college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying you're like, not developed as a, you're not even developed as a person. A lot, a lot. It's not even just that you're not developed. Yeah, I mean that's that's totally valid, fa- valid factor. But I'm just saying like you're not. You can't even like truly date like an adult does because you don't have any of the financial resources to, to do all. anything. Like when you dated girls when you were younger. What would you do? You'd ask your mom to drive you over to some girl's house. Dude, and then your whole and you thing. might even lie to your mom about yeah. where you're going. You're like, yeah, this is my friend Jim's house. It's cool. And she's like, should I come inside? No, it's fine. And what would Just you do? What would you do when you get there? What would you do when you get there? You'd have to say hi to the parents. No, no, I mean like, what? no, I mean like, what would you guys do as a couple? Oh, you would, uh... I don't know, like, if you're really young, you, the girl, like, invites you over to watch a movie or something like that, which is a front to get... for her to get you alone. You know, and then she'll maybe, like, make some popcorn. You guys hang out under a blanket. And then you kind of, like, slowly ease into trying to see if she'll make out with you, you know? See, when you're young, you don't go on dates. If you're really bold, you're <laughs> think, think about this. Yeah. Think, I'm trying to illustrate that point. Yeah, yeah. You, you just hang out like friends. Yeah. Most, when you're young, you, oh, you think a relationship is hanging out and eating with your friends. It's doing the same shit you've been doing, maybe with kissing and possibly sex. Yeah. The only, it's really the only fucking difference. As you get older, the definition of dating changes a little bit more. Now you go back to doing those same fucking things you're doing when you were a kid, for sure. Well, as you get older as a man, the definition of dating can, can change because when you are really locked in with a girl, you kind of become daddy. Yeah. You know? Because um, you you want to be that provider, you know, if, if it's serious. Um, and it feels good. It feels good to be that guy that can take your girl out to sushi and. I'm saying go travel and but you see how it's like different as you get older 
Yeah. See, when you're younger, dating is just hanging out. As you get older, dating Date. becomes courtship. <laughs> yeah. You start to explore. You start to travel. You start doing a whole bunch of more shit. Now you're still hanging out in all these different locations, but you just it changes because because of monetary because of mon- monetary needs. You don't sit yeah. there and go invite the person over to go watch a movie. You, in college, you do that same shit because you're still broke. <laughs> like when you're dating broke, the shit you're gonna do is like very very simple shit. When you have money, the dating be like the dating becomes different. You start to go out together. You start to hang out. Like it's. Yeah. It's funny the type of dating that we do. Like, you get older, you go to bars. You meet at a bar. When you were a kid, you went to the movie theater with your friends, and then, like, you, you try to, like, to make... the mall, bro. The mall, the movies. <laughs> you walked around. Like, that was it. That was your that was your date. You went to the mall with your girl. Right. Like, <laughs> you had your arm around her because that's your girl. Yeah. You did the, if you did this, if you did the same shit you did in school, in now. your fucking later <laughs> 20s now, that would look fucking... Yeah, what really. the fuck? It would look childish as shit. That's yeah, some clown shit. You'd be like, bro, what, like, really? That's what I'm saying. But that's what I mean by when you're young, all the way until you're about, like, into college, you really don't know what real what a real relationship is because, like, you never had the means. For a lot of guys, like, if you really look at the hormonal changes that happen between men and women in their life, in like, miles, men, um, we have an excess of testosterone that's pumped in, into us, you know, like, not pumped into us, but it's basically released through us. Uh, from a young age and a lot of people don't know this but testosterone actually limits your ability for um, empathy yeah um, high, higher levels of testosterone will make you less empathetic mm-hmm. um, and you can fucking fact check this this is like read the female brain this is, this is absolutely a fact and so from the age of like 12 to like 18 or 19 you're we're just like she, we're, we think bitches we're like, are crazy we're no we not only do we think <laughs> bitches are crazy we're like autistic yeah we don't understand anything do you, do you remember the shit girls would do when they were younger to you to show you they were interested and then you, and think, you think about it when you're older and you're like oh my, oh my god. god how did I miss how that fucking they... sign yeah. Yeah. yeah oh god and, and yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was a kid I literally needed a girl to fucking write out some shit put it in writing to me. You know, she, it's like a fucking contract saying like wait so you're saying I can, I can touch you. Some I can touch you the way I want to touch See, you. See, I'm laughing because when I was fucking, when I was younger, girl, like a girl had to like put fucking smoke signals in the sky and yeah. and with a fucking Goodyear blimp, like and be like, I fucking like you with my name in the blimp. So then I knew she was referencing me. Yeah, they had to get their friends to be real sly about it. Like, so do you like, do you like Janine? And you're like, uh, oh. And you like don't know whether you should say it because you're you wondering like, like if I say this shit, this might cost me. I might yeah, this might yeah. be embarrassing. She might she might not feel the same way. So you're just like she's whatever. <laughs> it depends if, if if a lot of times like I was really good friends with girl, like, girls, other friends. So like use the right lane to take exit I don't know, three. Girls were on my favor. So sometimes I, they would they would do the shoe in for me. But you can tell you could tell when you were a kid. When you're hanging out with a girl a lot, and then all of a sudden her friend, her friend is texting you, the the hotter friend. She, you think, or they send you, you think, hey, uh, they send you the note about hey, so like, um, my friend over there thinks you're like it's like my friend thinks you're cute. You don't know who the fuck she's talking to. You're scared. Yeah. Cause you're like, oh god, please don't let it be the fat chick. Oh, I've 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 had friends that just go when I was in high school. They'd be like, I have a friend that thinks you're cute, and I'm like. Do you have a picture of her? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, See now we go. Do you have Instagram? This could be great, but it could also you go know, really, really bad. I could very to, fast. I could look like the mean guy because I don't. Stay yeah. Want to have sex with you? Mm-hmm. 
so I, it's it's really funny so like yeah like when you're younger the, the definition volume, of dating is this this loose thing of like self. we're friends but we we kiss sometimes yeah that's that's yeah. the best way to describe a relationship as a kid and here's the thing men and women still think like that till like 27 26 I'm going to I'm going to say like when you start getting maybe close to your 30s Continue that's the only way cuz at your 30s like now dating means something totally different it's weird yeah, you don't have all this time on your hands anymore not at all you're not going to be beautiful for that much longer you know Oh, or you're not even beautiful anymore and you fucking you fuck that shit up because you have this abundance of time you're kind of feeling like oh I can always just rebound and go date oh, somebody else and me. god damn it <laughs> sorry we, we missed the exit I missed the exit aha yeah but literally did we miss or no no I just okay cool. I was doing that because I did some slash then turn left um but you have a loose definition of dating all the way until you get into your 30s. Use the left and it's lane just to merge onto because you, when you're younger, you have an abundance of time. West Pico you don't have then that same fucking time when you're getting to 30 to fucking date. You've got like maybe one or two days because now you got to hustle. You got a full-time fucking job. That full-time job is not making you nearly enough money in order for you to fucking survive on. So you got to have a second fucking job just to effectively well, live. And all, all, also, like, once you become like... Once, once you get into your mid-twenties, it's really expected that you have your shit together to an extent. Fuck you know, yeah. And like, But no one ever... No man has their shit to... No man really has his shit together until his late thirties. No, without a doubt, usually. But, it, it, you, but you have to be on track. You know what I'm saying? But like, most people aren't on... Those people in today's day and yeah. age, they have no clue about how to be on track at I, all. Like, I, no, you have no financial... You have no... You have no financial literacy. What, what I'm saying is, like, if you're trying to date women of quality, women that have, like, options, they kind of expect you not to be a broke-ass, and they expect you to have ambitions. But guess what? Most women don't have their shit together either, so no, their whole... So here's what... Here's what you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually telling... From, like, from my perspective, as an older guy, you don't... We don't have our shit together till about our 40s. We're still kind of in the... Muddling in the mud. Mm-hmm. We just have more experience. As a younger dude, there's no way for you to even possibly have your shit together because you don't even have a nearly enough experience. Mm-hmm. You can't. Men don't really date seriously until about our forties. Well, what I'm saying is, is like at least in your twenties, women start thinking about you're still long, long term. Like they're not really thinking long term, but they're looking at the signs of is this a good investment long term? Yeah, they're, they're actually. Yeah. They're, they're at least. Yeah. Really looking at it and not like from this perspective of like when they were 13 and they just wanted to date the fucking kid with the nice hair. You know what oh, I'm dude, there's women still think like that fucking in their goddamn 20s. I mean, no, no, without a doubt they do, but I'm just saying like it starts to become a little bit more of a factor. You know what I'm saying? Because some people, you know, there's, there are certain people that date seriously in their 20s. Like, let's yeah. let's be real here and like not act like. Yeah, not, I, but see, that's that's like that's the few and far between. Yeah, yeah. That's like that is rare. But but you have to understand like we're not really like. Use the right lane to take exit uh, to merge onto I-405 south towards. Oh, I went the wrong way again. <laughs> All right, what was I saying? Uh, we were so we were talking about. Take the exit. Shit. Uh, at Julia? Yeah, that is okay. Julia. Oh, beautiful, Wish beautiful sunrise. Her eyes just woke up. <laughs> oh, she's she's, <laughs> she's been probably, dressed. She probably been dressed. She yeah. she's. She's a prepared cookie, that one. Yeah, she, like is, she is a prepared little cookie. Um, um, what were we talking about? Oh, well, I was just saying, like, once you get to, into your 20s, like, 
I mean, yeah, women women are kind of like yeah. doing their own fucking thing. Like yeah. they're kind of like they're having fun because they yeah. have, they have the options. But I was saying like you have to understand like too like we're we're speaking from the perspective of people who like actually actively made a point to get better with socialization and like yeah. dating as, as, as we got older and like wanted to get like more high end results. So like yeah. you have to realize like there's this website that I went on once and it, and it calculates like what, what percentage you lie on in terms of how many sexual partners you've had. Because I was curious, I'm like, what is the average amount of sexual Dude, partners? it's fucking low. It is lower than, it is you, low than you think. The average amount of partners that most men have had by the time that they're my age yeah, or man. yeah I'd say my age is yeah. two two yeah. to three um, I learned this from Chin when, yeah. when, 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 when me and him spoke he was a dating coach he, uh, we were cool we were good friends um, and then uh, well, uh, I, I on the website it was basically if you looked at like the statistical turn averages of where people, people lied most people were, were around two or three sexual partners yeah. um, so you know there's there's this vast majority of people, probably like sixty percent of people, seventy percent of people, maybe even thirty percent of people. I don't yeah. know, but a vast majority that has only had limited experience dating limited a larger pool of people. Limited. So um, I've noticed people that like when I when I was younger, like I had a lot of friends who like didn't get cute at all until they were like sixteen or seventeen, yeah. and the first girlfriend they had, they were fucking together for years. Yeah. Notice people who to wait forever to have, have a relationship, and then they just they stay usually in just stick. stay in them. Yeah, you know, I don't know if it's that they wait to find someone more compatible, or they're just like, I'm gonna hold on. to You this. know what I'm wondering? I'm wondering. You honestly, if it was just like even for them, if it was just luck of the draw. Um, sometimes, sometimes, you like know. I mean, the thing, but the thing about men, the the things that make us attractive is a lot has has to do with our personality, and uh, we get that ugly duckling thing going a lot of times. Where if we don't develop, like. For a long time, we kind of have to rely on being funny or something, and then when we do develop, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and then someone locks it down. True, true. Use the left Locked lane to turn onto Beloit Avenue towards I four hundred five South. But um, then keep left I feel like we have to give some solid context too, because south. like we also aren't like the average, like that. We're not the average at all. And then at the same time, I also have to, to create some kind of preface that, like, when I say this is not this is not a preface that, like, all women are like this. This is just... This is, well, this is like when you go out to clubs and... Yeah, that's, that, that's also, know. that's all, like, I was going to say, I'm like, because certain personality types, like I said, they lend themselves to, to relationships or not. And certain environments, too. Yeah, exactly. We so, kinda, like, we kinda, where, I, where you're going and meeting people is going to have a big fucking effect on like your perspectives and, how, and sometimes how you see things just because of like where you've been putting yourself. I meet I meet girls in social settings where we're drinking a lot. You know yeah. What I'm saying? So that's 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 gonna that's that lends itself to fucking crazy reckless fucking behavior and not yeah. like stable. Because it's it's different if you met this girl at a fucking Barnes and Noble or uh, at a dancing class or some shit. You know. Yeah, like salsa class or. <laughs> but see, here's the, and that's this is a big this is a big part of like, um, this is a big part about honestly. I think even where I where I may have fucked up for a very very long time was that I don't because of because my because my job was my work or sorry because my work was my social circle I never got to experience people that came from other walks of life to give me some fucking content and for a while I actually had it was easy for me to date because I had had other experiences outside of what I was doing I had 
I was in a bunch of different clubs and classes, so I would meet different people and different types of women. So it gave me a a, a very broad view. Cause I had other hobbies. Then I got then I delve into planning events, and that really fucked me because of the fact that there's only one personality type that tends to lend itself to that, and that's actually why I'm glad I work now with Karma because it's all it's nonprofit charities. So I'm actually able to to find someone that's a little bit more commiserate of not being fucking crazy. Yeah. Because I'm not in an environment where people are fucking crazy. <laughs> and let me make another point too. We, you learned to date at a higher level in LA. In, yeah. In the the like the, the hardest, hardest place to fucking date. Oh, uh, dude. Do not tell me I just. I went the wrong way again. No, 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 no. no, no. The, 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 I don't think so. I don't think so. I just want to make sure. We're good. We're good. Um, so you learned to date in LA. <laughs> yeah. In, in clubs like Bootsy Bellows. Yeah, like like places like, places that evil callous people <laughs> go to and 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 they're like i'm gonna date someone like girls that come from montana they're like oh i'm gonna go to the club. i'm just like boo i every nice girl i meet i'm like are you the type of girl that likes to go to clubs because i know right away i'm like if she's the type that likes to go to clubs she's gonna have fine dating hard for her uh, yeah well and <laughs> people that love to frequent bars and clubs that like statistically it's been shown that you will not meet your future spouse at a bar or a club Like statistically This is science Has been backing this For years And all of us Keep thinking We're the smart ones The worst people I've ever met Were in clubs Were in clubs Being mean to me Because I didn't have A girl right A girl or the right look Or that Yeah Because yeah, I'm not Six feet tall The worst people yeah. I've ever met yeah. Are at clubs. Been in clubs And um, And like A club is basically Just high school where you have to pay Everyone's a lot in a click. Everyone's trying to, to be yeah. something or not. Everyone's got something to prove. Well, yeah. And it's just hyper-sexualized high school with yeah, a bunch man. of money involved. Oh, yeah. And so, like, you know, the, samp- the, the sample serving isn't necessarily... It's not big enough. It's, so it's, it's not... So you're you fucking... Know. That's why I imagine all these dudes that... Uh, all these community dudes are jaded as fuck. Because all they do is frequent fucking clubs. They have... Like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, also... That's it. It's not. That's not just suggest that they only frequent clubs. It's like going to clubs is terrible if you don't have a good game or if you're not like. Yeah, dude. If, if you're not, yeah. like... It's, you gotta have have that really good game inside of a club to really be able to pull that off. Because man, it does not lend itself to. No, even even like for for me, like you've noticed, like the way that I, <laughs> the way that I do well is like throughout the course of a night if I'm hanging out with a lot of people. Yeah. I don't like. I don't meet girls at the club usually. Like, Nigga, you're on the patio. I'm yeah, I'm chilling. I'm chilling the patio, smoking smoking a cigarette with a girl like the whole time. Yeah, man. you know that's 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 how I do my own thing. But that's just what works for me. That's yeah, man. that's how it is. But so for the majority of people, a lot of this it will apply, but it it it's kind of like a steroid yeah. version of it because. We're in a place where you're extremely judged. You're judged more than yeah. almost anywhere in the world. I have to definitely give preface to that because I worked in that environment for years. I only recently have kind of left. And I'm still kind of in it. Like, it's interesting. I got offered to plan a, a party for Coachella. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Literally was on the phone last night after I finished the podcast for about 35 minutes. Actually, no, I got two offers. I got offered to, collab- I got offered to collaborate with some kid up in Korea. And runs one of the biggest event companies in Korea, him and his cousin. Mm -hmm. And he wants to collaborate and try to expand out this way. 
So he reached out to me. He's like, hey, man, I know you plan events. Like, you know, what can we collaborate and work together on? I'm like, okay, cool. Let's let's discuss. Mm-hmm. And then got another call uh, about another type of event thing to collaborate with someone because I want to get into bigger events. Like, I really couldn't. Like, the club shit was cool, but, like, I was like, I'm like, that's not really fulfilling, you know? We have, a, we have about eight minutes till we get to Julia, so okay. maybe, maybe we should spend the next eight minutes kind of talking about the different phases that we went through. All right, from, so... From the beginning of learning yeah, so game and I would where like, we are now. So what is the... Mistakes you made as well. So, so like, in the, so in the beginning, I was in the beginning, like, the, the process was... I was very... I feel like I'm going through my beginning phase all over again, where it's... I was wide-eyed... Cycles. Yeah, I was Cycles. wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. I really believed that... I didn't believe the skies were the limit. I tend was very, very pessimistic about women. I was very pessimistic about like my skills with women, what I could actually do, um, how good I could have ever gotten doing this, and like it was just hard for the first maybe two, three years. It was difficult, very, very, very difficult. But you, I have to give preference. I started doing this at 16 years old. So, no, if I went back, I'd have go, shit, man, and I could have closed you, so much more. You kind of came from a darker place initially. Very, very right? dark place. So I had a lot of my own emotional shit to get over. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the hurdles of when you're first getting into it as a man is, like, kind of dealing with your vulnerabilities and working yeah. past them. Working past your own insecurities. I think for the first few years, you're just working past your own insecurities and the trauma and shit that is ha- that's happened to you yeah. to effectively be a better person. Because once you get to a better place, it is a lot easier to date. Because then you're not so jaded. You're not so fucked up. You, you don't... You don't you don't show those sides to people. You tend to hold off on a lot of that shit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you start learning that, okay... Go ahead. So... A byproduct of how we were, you were talking about how, like, when you're when you're first dating, when you're first learning, when you're young as a man, is like you do too much. Way for, for too me, much. For me, I, I can relate. Like when I was young, I, I to this to this day, girls that I would still love to be dating ruined it because I just did, did too way much. too much. And that that happens a lot too, especially if you like learn pick up from young age because you don't really know what's do what you're supposed to be doing, so you're no. kind of just throwing emotional darts. At a board, you know, yeah. and seeing what sticks, and then uh, you have no plan, and you just do no th- strategy. You, you just do things because it's an ego thing. Like you'll ninety, you, you know, it's you wear the girl like like she's yeah. fucking like some badge of honor, and she doesn't yeah. like that. You know, when you're young, your ego, your ego will your ego will make you make a lot of mistakes. Like yeah. you don't realize how big your ego is for a long time. And it takes some deep reflection to figure out how big it is. You have to, to spend a lot of time with yourself and start asking, like, how much am I full of shit? Like, most people don't, most people keep themselves so busy, they don't have enough time to internally reflect and look at the things that they're doing and, and really ask themselves those questions. They don't spend enough time doing the internal work to really figure themselves out. And I think that the spending time with yourself to figure yourself out starts making it easier to therefore figure out other people. Yeah. Because you start looking at yourself enough and going, hey, like I'm real, I was realizing in the middle of this podcast, I'm like, I realized points even where my ego was popping up and I was like, why is it popping up? And then I was picking up like, oh, well, because of these things happen. So that's where you're responding from or responding to. And this is where you're frustrated. And I'm like, okay, now I know where, I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. 
Yeah, a lot of times you have these, like, fear responses to things that happen to you when you date, because it's, like, mm-hmm. a response to trauma, you know? Maybe some girl was fucking mean to you one time in the sixth mm-hmm. grade and affected <laughs> the way that you viewed every girl after that, you know? So, well, yeah, so, and you have to have some other reference experience to contradict that to show you it's not always yeah, like so that. so you don't emotionally wince yeah. when you go up and yeah. try to be vulnerable mm-hmm. in the situation. What, most people need to know who to be vulnerable with. But to, but to so that's that's also a byproduct of, of experience. Experience. Like now, now, now that I'm older, um, this is kind of going from point A to point, point B, Z. Point Z. But which is the ending? Which is the advanced point? Yeah. But um, I'm at a point now where I'm very, very selective about whether I emotionally invest in women because I have overinvested in the past, way too much in the past, um, and especially in women who were bad for me, mm-hmm. and uh, it really derailed me as a man for a long time um and that comes from experience but you also kind of like learn to kind of start screening girls and like a lot of men think that you're supposed to be screening girls like like when you're dating like as a as a form of uh keeping them on their toes and letting them know they're being evaluated but it's really for you yeah it's for you like you're not screening her yeah it's not a tactic it's not a tactic (laughs) here's the thing this is what this is the big part you're not screening her as a tactic to show value, to show status, any of that. You are screening her for your own fucking safety and emotional stability, yeah. your own mental sanity. You were screening her because you start realizing, and a lot of people don't do this. Like I know so many people that their their whole standard is the person is hot, or they just they're they're fami- they're familiar with this person, so that's why they date them. As opposed to you know what, let me really evaluate and judge if this is good for me. And you have to also be aware of your own faults and own blind spots when it comes to dating. Because we always date the same types of people. We tend to, we don't take an analytical, calculative approach to dating. We take an emotional, an illogical perspective to dating. Because if we were cold and analytical when it came to dating and our emotions were not involved, we would sit back and go, I see these patterns this is not good. I should stop. And therefore, stop. <laughs> but because a lot of us lack self-control, we just go with our feelings. And your feelings will often misguide you. If we went, did, if I went by, by my feelings on every fucking decision, I wouldn't have got out of bed this morning. I would have stayed sleeping longer. I wouldn't have got up and do the shit I needed to do. Because that's how your emotions work. You're like you're gonna get up and fe- always be feeling some type of fucking way. And you and what what disip- what discipline is, which is what you should be employing with your dating, is calculative, methodical. It's cold, and going for what you want based off of Do the I decisions that you've made. There? Do I have to go here? I have absolutely no idea. So we're going to end on that note because we just got here to pick up our friend. I uh, hope this was useful for you guys. Zal, we've interviewed you before. We know where to find all your information. I'm going to go ahead and plug it in here. But just so uh, people out here know. Um, yeah, you can hit me up on MySpace. Uh, <laughs> Zenga. <laughs> Zenga. <laughs> no, um, you can find me on Instagram uh, under L-U-A dot Z underscore um, or uh, on Facebook. Uh, under Zawul Lizaldi, Z A U L L I Z A L D E. I also make music, take photos, you know. But all that shit. I like talking about relationships. So. Yeah. 
Hit me up. <laughs> All right, guys. Got to go. That was a good one. <laughs>